There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there. Good afternoon and uh, welcome. It's the uh, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's a beautiful sunny day and March is coming in like a lamb instead of a lion. Donnie. 50 yesterday? Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Casey and I felt like losers being in the movie theater, but we did just come back from 10 days of being outside. True. So you could take a day inside. Yeah, exactly. You guys have any weekend claims to fame before I get to my funny weekend claim to fame, which started Friday, which is the reason I missed the show? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know that we can top yours. Yeah. Save the best for last. Yeah, save the best for last. Yeah. Yeah. So, Julia, go ahead. Yeah. Anything? You did something. I did. Well, I had one of my boys over and his girlfriend and her mom. And you had like a dinner party. That's like amazing. You don't do that. You don't do that on the regular. How much time did it take to cook everything? (laughs) Well, you know what's funny is I. Because you're a good cook when you put your mind to preparing a meal. I mean, you really are, Julia. And I had to look for something that just wasn't real spicy for people's appetites and stuff. And I, we had gotten years ago the Marshall Fields cookbook. Oh yeah. And the you know there's signature pot pies, so I made those. Oh you my! Know. Oh, you rolled out dough. I did the whole thing. Oh, and but it was it was good. It was fun, and we played that card game golf. Have you oh, played no. that before? Mm-hmm. So easy, but it's it's a great easy card game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then I played a little tennis. You know, last night. Oh yeah, you are and, just Miss Tennis. Well, I'm telling Too you, bad you're not on a mixed league. So I, can, it is a mixed league. But why is it all chicks? It isn't chicks. I oh. have a Thursday night regular, and then Sunday it's a mixed league. Oh, okay. And, um, we played against me and my partner. I find different partners every. I mean, I'm right. signed different guys every week. Right. And um, this guy was so much fun. I can't think of your name, but we played against a guy who it was only his second time playing tennis. And men, sometimes if you're an at jock as a guy, I'm, you can play everything. I know. It's so maddening. Yeah. He played once, and wow. he was like so good. We beat him, but he was so good, and I'm like. Men just have that thing. Well, a woman, Women if she's does a natural too. athlete, if she's too. a natural athlete, yeah, athlete and you too. can move your feet and you've got a hand-eye coordination. I mean, tennis I mean, is... wow. It yeah. kind of blew us away. Yeah. It was super fun right, out good. at Minnetonka and they have a very lovely... Very domestic and very sporty as, very, you, as know, you are. That's my name, Sporty Donnie, Spice. Uh, had a lovely meal at a French-Vietnamese bistro on Dale, just on uh, University just west of Dale called uh, No. NGO. Nope. Yeah. Um, really, really good. I've really been there before. Food. You have? Mm-hmm. Excellent mm-hmm. food. Uh, very much enjoyed it. 
And so that was a delightful meal, and it was recommended that one of the the wife of one of the of the guy we went with she is Vietnamese. And yeah, her cousin owns the restaurant. Oh, nice! Oh, well, then that's so, wonderful. Very good. And then uh, yesterday, my darling daughter, who's you know is still in school to do, do with hair. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, out in June. Out in June, nobody's counting. <laughs> yeah, she, she came to my house and cut my hair for the first time. Oh, nice, oh, Donnie. Well, yes. you have a great head of hair. To you cut. do. She probably she wets a, it. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, she know. did all that. So Wasn't she, that she, fun, Donnie? She did a great Donnie? job. She did a yeah. wonderful job. So. Nice. Oh, I like that. But now for the PS de resistance. Oh, no. It really, <laughs> it really isn't. So I just got to give a shout out to the health partners, gastroenterologists. How do you say that? Entonologists or something. Uh, what do they call gastroenterologist? Yes, so those people. The digestive care. First of all, Deborah, the lady who checked me in, was I had a colonoscopy on Friday afternoon mm-hmm. at a bad time, as Julia informed me. But I twelve thirty. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah and on a Friday. On a Friday. <laughs> I know. I'll be there. I'll be to work. I yeah. thought, you know, you know me. I'm always so optimistic, uh-huh. and um, so anyway, Deborah who checked me in, she was like. I'm a big fan. She was so like flustered. She was forgetting to ask me, you know, have you been out of the country and you know, all the, cause they've been doing that for, for a couple of months. Yes, now, they have. Asking even, yes. you if you've been out, they maybe even longer Where have than you that. Traveled? Where have you traveled to anyway? But anyway, the, the doctor was so wonderful and the nurse and Julia, I did everything wrong. I know you just, so surprise, what? surprise! You what were you so do? anxious. Well, she was first so anxious. Of all, I was I was supposed to have this the day before I went to Hawaii, and it, that, on on February fourteenth. And I thought that is a mean Valentine's gift to yourself because I had this incident in December. I've got my mom's wobbly stomach. Anyway, a diver a little bit of a diverticulitis is what this. Uh, uh, my whole family, all of us, the boys, the girls, we the all got the bad stomach. Yep. Anyway. I thought I'm not doing that, so I cancel it. And I'm not doing that when I might be able to go to work too. And well, no, I was more nervous. Vacation. No, I, I was more nervous about flying for eight hours and going to First Avenue that night. Oh, you know, quite frankly, and so it had nothing to do with our show. <laughs> so, no. so I thought, are you shocked? I thought no. that would be no. one good way of going, knowing you're back from a fancy vacation is. Go and get your butt scoped out. Because my mom always says, listen, any time a doctor can put a a, a doctor or a medical professional can put a camera in one of your holes, you should be grateful. She's talking about ears, nose, mouth, butt, JJ. Penis, anything. Wow. She just is a big believer in <laughs> any hole, oh any hole with the camera. Oh, is, is good, good practice. So, <laughs> how anyway. funny is that, Lori? Oh, Being man. serious of all things to say, any, but it's a truly, it, it's, it's true. The truth. They can yeah, yeah. they find a lot by looking in your holes. So anyway, <laughs> okay. so, and of course she has narrow ear canals. Yeah, just uh-huh. anyway. So I'm discombobulated all last week, and I'm a day off. I drink at bowling. I have my thin mints with my big ginger. Thursday had a delicious salad at Tavern on France with yes. you. I mean, huge salad. And then on Thursday night, I get home and I'm like. Reading the directions. I'm reading the directions. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't supposed to have any alcohol. <sighs> oh, oh, I was supposed to have a liquid diet today. Oh, oh 
I got the wrong color Gatorade, red. Oh, Casey God, no. has to go to the store and get me the clear. Yeah, or the clear. Okay. And and Jesus. and I'm like, I don't tell Casey that I have you I've know, done everything I've wrong. I've done everything wrong. But I decide I need to get up two hours earlier than what it says, four AM and start popping the pills and drinking the stuff. Yeah. Down in it. Down in it That's because right. now I'm worried I've got like poop for days and yeah. I don't have any time because I didn't do the bland diet and <laughs> and I don't want to have to reschedule this thing that I've been stressing about since December. Yeah. So anyway, I throw up from drinking the Gatorade so fast because I was in such a hurry to to do <laughs> the voiding. It's got to start working. Yeah. So threw up. Then I got all nervous that I threw up the Flex Lax or whatever they give you. That's the crying out loud, Casey <laughs> is laughing at me so hard because now I've confessed to him. I've done everything, everything wrong. wrong. So he's leaving me rolls of toilet paper all over my, all over the house Friday morning, and we go to leave for the doctor, and I have to run in the house not once but twice. Before we can leave, sure, okay, because I'm cutting it close yep. to the corner, get to the digestive care center, you know, meet Deborah, go in, see the nurse. She's so nice that we're going to put in IV, and I go to her. Oh my God, I ate a salad yesterday. Done everything wrong. Some booze. Salad. Oh. And, and I said, but she goes, did you have any corn? Oh, corn? Oh, that would be That's bad. hysterical. That would be really Because bad. that go, doesn't digest. That's no, hysterical go, of go, all things to ask. I go, no, I didn't. She goes, is everything clear? I said, everything is clear. Excuse me, run. I have to do go to the bathroom three times before the thing. And then I say to her, I go, my God, what if something happens when I'm on the table? Don't worry. What? We have a suction. Don't <laughs> 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 and I said, I am, For a, I am a regular oh pooper. Gosh, gosh, and she goes, you know, I listen to your show. And I said, I've never said this on the radio. I said, but I'm very regular. You don't think I'm going to have to come back in and do this all over again. We shall see when we get in there. Oh, when we get yeah. in there. And it, it was fine. It You're was lucky. fine. And they were wonderful. Yeah. But I was completely stressed. You were so stressed. But I was so... Mm-hmm. You would have been funny. The propofol oh, so. was mm-hmm. giving me slow brain, and I was so exhausted from everything, including get. I went, I slept our entire show because I was going to listen. Oh, why? Because you're not here. Oh, okay. Yeah, because sometimes I sometimes do. Sometimes it's, it's fun to listen. It is kind of fun to listen. You know, I get be it. supportive. Maybe I yeah. can call in. No, I just completely. No, 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 no don't. Don't, don't call in. No. Anyway, I wake up and there's like, you know, six rolls of toilet paper all lined up in the end of the bed. How funny is that? Casey's got you ready. Well, I remember when I did it and I didn't do it right and I didn't. It's panic at the disco. I, I, mine was cloudy with a chance of meatballs is what they told me. And I never, you know, I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to go in. I'm supposed to go back for one, but I just don't even want to schedule yeah. it. No, I don't have no. any issues. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Anyway, so anyway, it's. it's but I I'm loved it. Lori's this. texting me then before the show. Yeah. I have poop shame. Yeah. <laughs> I have poop shame. But you, you've done this before. But they Johnny. And she did it wrong, and and they even changed it from when I last had it done, which was like ten years ago. Yes, yeah, I understand. Right, every ten, me, I have to go every five. And, yep. and so, anyway, you blew, you 
you blank out <laughs> unpleasant memories, even well, though even everyone when you're there checking is nice. in, knowing you're going in for someone to scope your butt. And, I mean, it's just not. And the the nurses that were laughing. It's not at like me. getting your temperature taken. Yeah, no. As I'm dashing out of the room, excuse me, holding my robe. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just bring a pot? You, you didn't read the packet that they gave you. Of course not, uh, Donnie. I did, but I read it a day late. I read it a day late. That was my problem. But anyway, health partners, the digestive care team, they were wonderful. Yeah, the right. nurses and the doctor. Yeah, anyway, so, so. you and, might hear this at your next colonoscopy. <laughs> All right, we got, I think we're getting it. I think, yeah, we're Get getting the it. Corner. Now we're looking good. Detach the hose. <laughs> All right, listen, oh. we'll be right back with our story we can't get enough of. Put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. And darling, I know it's getting late. So what do you say we leave this place? Walk me. Happy Monday. We're going to be productive, though, on this Monday. Tomorrow is Super Tuesday, so you can vote tomorrow. You can register and vote on Election Day. And lots of uh, political news over the weekend with Buttigieg and then Klobuchar dropping dropping out today. So it's just a bummer for the absentee ballot voters. because It's it's the risk you take when you vote early on a primary. Right. So uh, anyway, so uh, you don't, uh, you can just do that. If you're unsure of where to vote, you can go to um, pollfinder.sos.state.mn.us or, you know, there's a million League of Women Voters, but that's happening tomorrow. And then yesterday, I know all three of us love CBS Sunday Morning, which was a stellar episode yesterday. Very good. So many. Very, I love the good. quilting story. Yeah. I mean, oh, the Missouri Times. That's yeah. just such a lovely, calm, breath news. News. It's my program. favorite news oh, magazine always. show. It always it has been. Yes. Just, it's so, so good. Yeah. So Dr. Uh, John LaPook was on yesterday. Right away, started it right away because that's all anyone is still talking about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. It's getting very hard not to feel panicky because it's just everywhere in the news and you just think uh you know so here's dr john lapook uh just giving us the straight facts on what we need to know about coronavirus there's no vaccine for coronavirus yet but there is a treatment for fear it's called facts and here is a dose of them coronavirus causes a respiratory disease called covid19 most cases are mild about eight out of ten but more serious cases can lead to severe lung damage. Coronavirus is thought to spread mostly through close contact. An infected person coughs or sneezes, sending droplets containing the virus through the air. Someone nearby, say up to about six feet away, breathes those droplets and can become infected. The virus can also spread hand to hand. You touch an object that has the virus on. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
it, then touch your mouth, nose, perhaps even your eye. Just two days ago, a study from China of nearly 1,100 patients with COVID-19 reported a mortality rate of 1.4%. That means of every 1,000 people infected, 14 will die. The death rate with flu is about 1 in 1,000. But some scientists feel the actual rate with coronavirus may be lower and, in fact, closer to flu because there are likely many cases we don't know about, either because they're mild or the patients have no symptoms at all. Also, people who are older or who have other ailments, such as diabetes or lung disease, appear to be at greater risk for getting a severe case of coronavirus. But for some reason, children seem to be relatively spared. Okay, so already, yeah. don't you just feel what yeah. he said? Yeah, there is a treatment. It's called fast. Right. You yeah. know, so right. I just, okay, let's play the next one. All righty, here we go. Here in the United States, we're starting to hear about a small number of cases of COVID-19 from what's called community spread. That means there's no clear source of infection, such as travel to an affected region or close contact with a patient. This is not at all surprising, especially since people will likely not have effective immunity to this new type of coronavirus. We should expect the number of these community spread cases to continue to rise. Vaccines are being developed at record speed, and several will begin clinical testing in the coming weeks. But it will take time to confirm their safety and their ability to protect against the virus. So they're not expected to become widely available for at least a year. Antiviral drugs and other therapies are also being studied. Okay, mm-hmm. so I mean, I just, I love that. And Jane Polly was just like, we're going to address coronavirus right away because we know that's what everybody is it talking is on about. Everybody's. And he had just like, he was just like, I felt so much calmer mm-hmm. after I watched him because mm, I kind of, when I watched Good Morning America on Sunday morning, I got like all... And the headline, I mean, I got flutterings in my stomach and I just got like getting nervous. Let's play the next one, Donnie. What can you do to protect yourself? The main treatment involves supportive care, including breathing tubes in cases of severe lung damage. So where does that leave us? What can you do to protect yourself? Here are a few suggestions. Get the flu vaccine and get your family protected. The flu can mimic coronavirus and make you think you have COVID-19 when you don't. Now, stuff your mother could have told you. Wash your hands, including the tips of your fingers, for 20 seconds. I know that's a long time, but do the best you can. Keep your hands away from your face. Cough into the crook of your arm, not into your hand, or worst of all, right into the air. Stay home if you're sick. You're not doing the boss a favor by coming to work and making everyone else sick. Stay informed. A great source of information is the CDC website, cdc.gov. It's especially helpful for information and advice about travel. Okay, so, I mean, he's just like, I love how matter of fact, I love that they did this. Let's play the last one. What about those surgical face masks so many people are wearing? They may give some partial protection by catching droplets containing virus, but the virus is so tiny it can go right through the mask or around it. If you're sick, a mask might help protect others but the CDC does not recommend it for routine use. Right. right. So there right. So there okay. we go. So anyway, I just thought that was worth just replaying and resharing. Oh, yeah. For people who, you know, like it, you feel uneasy about it. Right. And like he said, it's not affecting small children. It, it seems to be affecting people with a pre-existing condition of some sort and elderly. Yeah. And um, I was reading about, I, I just was in the bathroom washing my hands with the soap part for 20 seconds. That is a very long time. Mm-hmm. It is something we are not used to. 
I know. I told Casey, I said, every time you come back home from somewhere, just go and wash your hands right. before you do anything. Don't anything. touch anything. Don't, you know. Just and just don't shake get, hands now. Don't, you know, like. Well, you know me. I know. You've never, I can't. I don't like. I don't even like fists. I, I, I hate Even at tennis fives. last night, I said, we're not touching. We're going to blink. Well, you can do the. <laughs> we did the elbow. The elbow we did the blink. Yeah. The elbow bump. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, no high fives. Um, and get the flu shot. I mean, there's a ton of yeah, people who have not gotten that yet. Yeah, good and hurt. So anyway, um, Donnie, you can put that in the public file. I feel like that. I, I put the one we did last week there, in the public file. Well, I mean, do it again. We are trying yes. to do our part just I to know. help people. All right, listen, we will be back. Um, saw the most incredible, incredible movie this weekend. It was number one on the box office. Invisible Man. We'll be right back. Time for a little My Talk traffic. Your My Talk traffic is going to be starting this afternoon near Lino Lakes. Possible crash happening 35E northbound. Want to look out right around Main Street to the 35 split in Lino Lakes for a crash. And uh, that crash also 35 northbound near Forest Lake. Possible crash by Highway 97 all the way to Lake Drive and the Broadway exit. And that is your My Talk Traffic. Your My Talk Traffic brought to you by Cub Foods. Get extra savings at your fingertips with the Cub app, like exclusive offers, preloaded savings, and digital offers. Plus, check your fuel reward balance, refill a prescription, and more. Download the Cub app today and save. Your 5 by Witness News weather forecast brought to you by Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Partly cloudy 36 today, partly cloudy 32 tonight, mostly cloudy 40 tomorrow. Right now at the My Talk Studios, 35 and sunny. Cast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. In a golden cathedral, I'll be praying for the thing. That's what Elizabeth Moss is singing today in Hollywood. Hey, Ma, look, I made it because uh, she stars in Invisible Man, which um, is part of the, um, you know, dark universe that re kicked off under Universal with. Started with the Mummy oh, with Tom the, Cruise, which was a huge bust. So yeah. Invisible Man yeah. is People, part of this. It's part family. of that universe. It's based on the H.G. Wells um, story, but it's completely modern take. Elizabeth Moss is with an abusive man who is very wealthy tech guy. It's like Silicon Valley. Right. They uh, you know live in just like this unbelievable house, and anyway. He like she, Christian Gray. Yeah, she <laughs> escapes him. She okay. has to escape him because he's. It, it just first of all, it's just such a great story about the how very hard it is to leave an abusive man and how insidious with how the abuse starts. It might start with you know they charm you, make you love them, and then here's what you can wear. Here's how I like you to look. It, mm. She kind of is telling her sister because of course she kept it all secret and. I mean, she escapes, but it is just... An it's inc- that good? It is so great. It's oh, along good. the lines of, I would say, like a, like how A Quiet Place was scary. Yep. More of a thriller like that. And um, it's just a... I mean, it's a century-old character. It's a, in a very... Brought to life in a very relevant, clever, and cool way i guess so is it interesting how he figures out to become invisible, invisible? oh, oh yeah. i don't okay. even know okay oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. that's the whole thing nobody believes her that 
She's being haunted or followed or something or whatever. Not haunted, but that there's there's an invisible man right. making doing all these things. People mm. just think mm. she's crazy. I see. Which of course is also the story that also often happens with anything with women or somebody who is being mistreated. It will anyone believe me? Because the person always seemingly has this other face. Sure. That they Absolutely. show to everybody like, He's else. He's such a nice guy or she's such right. a great lady. Anyway, I mean, that movie only cost $10 million to make and it. It's made $45 million. I mean, Elizabeth Moss, that's huge for her. It's because, huge for her. First of all, she is the greatest eyeball actress ever. She's better than some of the other ones. Well, that we've I mean, had. she's along the lines of Meryl Streep, but she is. <laughs> she's a great actress. She's yeah. a great actress, yeah. but she also emotes with her eyes like her, nobody's business. We know that from *Handmaid's Tale*. Oh, yeah. Yes. Of course, we fell in love with her, Peggy Olson, and, and *Mad Men*. *Mad Men*, but she has to act opposite somebody you don't see. So That's the like, eyes and her fear in her eyes. And everything she's feeling, it's mm-hmm. all eyeball act, acting. Mm. It's really cool. So it's uh, there that like Universal has got to be very, very happy. Excuse me, the budget for the movie was seven million. Wow, and it's made forty five. So great. you know how we got a quiet place. I mean, it yeah, is yeah. just yeah. Yeah. well, that's great because someone else who acted with someone they couldn't see via but was made real by v- via CGI uh-huh. was Harrison Ford in the call. Of the wild with the dog. Oh, are people not going to see no that? One, nope, no one. Nope. It made fifty million at the box office. Um, they said because of the CGI and everything, it needs to be making between two hundred and fifty and two hundred and seventy five million to break even. Oh, I don't know if it's good happen. though. I haven't been to Rotten Tomatoes to. See, I don't. Donnie, look it up and see if the yeah. critics it's even liked good. It. Uh, the CGI is what's putting people off. The it, dog it, just looks weird. Oh, because it's and, a CGI dog. Well, why didn't they have a I real don't dog? Know. Well, well they, they wanted, wanted him to do special tricks yes, that exactly. real dogs can't do. Oh. But I mean, then they could have CGI'd that. Had it be part yeah. dog yeah. and part. You know, the use of CGI was really expensive and really criticized. Sources close to the production and rival studio executives estimate that the film needs to make a lot. Given the unlikeliness that it'll reach that, the Call of the Wild is expected to lose around 50 million. I think there might be some time out on CGI. Yeah. You know, people wanted to see people. We don't want to. I saw great CGI in the trailer for Mulan, the one with Dev Patel. That that looks looks really good. But like sometimes, you know, like I think it affected the Irishman or what was the movie that Al Pacino and all those guys were in? It didn't bug me. Some people it did. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're obviously cats is the latest example. The CGI and Invisible Man was incredible. There you go. Okay, but it was just a limited, a little bit, and it was kind of like yeah. And you know, it's interesting with Universal. I mean, when Universal Pictures was founded. It was the monster movies that carried the day for oh, them. Yeah, yeah. Frankenstein, which came out in 31, The Wolfman. That kind of was its idea as a major right. studio in mm-hmm. early Hollywood. And mm-hmm. then The Invisible Man is a reboot of a 1933 film, but nothing like that movie, which a lot of people just, you know, that was a great the concept of it is so yeah, great. I want to see it in the movie theater. It sounds really good. Yeah, it is. It is really good. So, I mean, Universal, they put out, you know, the reboot of Halloween and Get Out. And, I mean, this is really good. And um, so, like, really, Elizabeth Moss and Scientology should be ahead of Tom Cruise because 
at the box office, Elizabeth is the ruler right now. <laughs> yeah. But she never talks about Scientology. No, she doesn't. No. She's second generation. Mm-hmm. Born into it. Feel mm-hmm. bad, you know, about that. But anyway, it is a great <laughs> You Great can't movie. always tell, yeah. You know, love your family. You, you yeah, know, you get you get what you get. It's scary, but it's like the it's good not scary. Gruesome. It, you know, well, there's there's. Oh, I'm gonna, all right, gonna all right, all right. Been warned. Yeah, you've been warned. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway. Well, that's good that there's such a good movie out there, Donnie. What are the Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, for Call of the Wild, it wasn't that bad. It was 62%. What does the audience say? 89. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. But they're not going well enough for it to make money. That's the problem. Right, because it's like, where's the audience for it? It is kind of a... Because it's an older story. and then so is Invisible Man. Well, I know, but it's scary. It's a horror. So those always last over time. The family movies, you know, especially a family movie like that, that's a solo kind of adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, you know, Angelina Jolie is going to be the Bride of Frankenstein in Universal's remake of that. When does that come out? um, Not for a while. Not for a while. Let's see. I think Russell Crowe was going to be Dr. Jekyll at one time. And at one time, Johnny Depp was attached to Invisible Man. But thank goodness mm. they did the Elizabeth uh, Moss version. Well, the actual actor who plays the man you can see in Invisible Man, his role is not that big, is it? No. Okay. No, you, no. But is there any, so is there any other significant name in the movie besides Elizabeth Moth or Moss? Moss? Uh, you'll recognize the guy that she goes to stay with, her friend, and the girl, the his daughter. Okay. I recognize those, but I didn't look them up. Right. It just, Casey really, really liked it. It's twisty, turny. It was, it was thrilling. Do you know how much rule he has over my children? Oh, yeah. What? My kids couldn't see Parasite because Uncle Casey didn't like it. No. He hated it. It was the No, seriously. Oh, he's geez. God in their eyes. Oh, I mean, no. he has so much power. Both my brothers do over my boys. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. yeah. Stop. <sighs> well, that's that's good news. Now, t- will you please tell everybody the other thing you're obsessed with? Katie Kane. Oh, I mean, this is the silly show that everyone should be watching. I want to watch it because I I, tell everyone your description, though, because it makes me jealous. I want to see it. It's Gossip Girl meets Sex in the City. Oh, something keen, right? Katie Keen. Katie Keen. It's a. It's she's part of the the Archie comic book. you know, she's been part she's of that been universe. Of Riverdale, kind of. No, not no, even. No, okay. there's no, no, no. It's she's not as recognizable as Archie or Veronica sure. or Betty or Jughead, but she's been part of the Archie stable since the '40s. She's always been the fashionista. <laughs> Katie Keene pin a parade. Katie Keene fashion book magazine, hmm. and Pretty Little Liars. Lucy Hale That's plays Katie Keene. Yes. And it's real. And Josie from Josie and the Pussycats moves to New York City. Katie Keene works at a store like Bloomingdale's. It's done in a voiceover. The four best friends. Oh, I love kind it. Kind of a Charlotte, Miranda, Samantha, and Carrie. And so I you love got it. that guy. You would absolutely love it. The fashion is big. They go. Is it on the CW? Of course. Of it's course. on the CW. On your network. It's on my network. Uh-huh. The guest stars, I think, are going to rival like The Good Wife and The Law and Order Universe. We already saw. I've watched the first four episodes. Oh, all right. Bernadette Peters is a oh. rich eccentric with cocktail umbrellas in her hair. And there's all kinds of people who show up in these cameos. And it's. 
you're not really sure if it's like right now, New York City, because it's kind of like a fairy tale okay. sort of story, but it is very. It also reminded me very much of the Carrie Diaries, the much that. underappreciated prequel to Sex in the City. That was such a good show. That too. was such yeah. a great show. Okay. So anyway, it's really there's musical numbers. It's just a great, silly, fashiony, and of course, um, you know, it's Greg Berlante who gave us Riverdale and Nancy Drew, and you know, he's just been so great. But it's it's really all right. It's really good, you know, because whereas Riverdale is kind of gritty yep. and campy, this is just fun and fashiony. And like I said, it reminds me of like a Gossip Girl, I love it. Diaries meets Sex in the City. All right, yeah. So, okay. pretty, been going for that one. Pretty good. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, oh, we do have some advice from Marie Osmond. Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Monday. We're happy to be here. Yes, Sunny we are. Out. It's the, what you say? It's coming in like a lamb. Yes, it's instead of go a lion. Like a lion. Yeah, and not. guess what's happening this week? The one true sports time of the year when I'm just a super fan. High school hockey tournament. Boys high school yeah, hockey yeah, tournament. But, but you know what? No Duluth East, Lori. No, I know. But you know who's going to my Cinderella team is? No. Hermantown. Well, Hermantown. Well, she always roots for them. I always root for them. <laughs> they always seem to be in it. They're Who in class it? 1A. It's War Road. A War Road. Which oh. is a tiny town yeah. in northern yes. Minnesota. They have not made an appearance in the Minnesota Boys High School Hockey Tournament since 2010. They're 26-2. They've probably all been playing mm. together for all their young right. lives. And it's making me think of that book I read on vacation, Bear Town. Yeah. yeah. War Road. So, uh, okay. But it's it's it's, it's you know... Maple Grove, Eden Prairie, Lakeville South, St. Thomas, Hill Murray, Moorhead. You know, it's a lot of your usual suspects, although I don't see no, Edina. No, they got beat by Annandale, I think. Didn't they, Donnie? Last I don't week remember. Or Lake, Maple Grove, Eden Prairie, Lakeville South, Andover. Andover beat them. Beat them. So no Edina. And they East, won no last year. Yeah. I think Edina won last year, too. No. I don't know. I think they did. Did they? I think they did. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's in here somewhere. What <laughs> last year? Anyway, yeah, I really remember. It, like anyway, that. they said all the seeds. It's the it's it's a they called it a wacky regular season because any of the top three teams in both classes could have been eliminated. The no, they could have all yeah, yeah any one of them. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, War Road. It, they beat. Um, now this class when they they uh, they made their, making their first tournament like I said since 2010 and number two seed St Cloud Cathedral they beat the class one A defending state champion or they're the defending state champion they defeated Andover wow. and her I mean it's just been all over the place they've all taken turns beating each yeah. other so it's going to so be kind be of exciting, exciting. so that starts on Thursday that's kind of fun at the Excel okay so anyway okay uh, so when you were out on Friday mm-hmm. um sting had um you know his the last ship is going to be um his musical is going to be at the Ordway starting soon right. I believe and the color purples after that but um 
he was talking. He did an interview with somebody. I can't remember who, what, when, where. But basically, one of it is he didn't expect to be a dad of a tribe. He's got six kids. Sting? Yeah, two with his former first wife and four with Trudy. And kind of said, you know, my kids, because you don't see pictures. I don't ever remember really seeing pictures of him and Trudy with their kids or anything. Well, that would have been before the right. know, internet. And before all that, all that stuff. But even I'm thinking people, I don't remember seeing them, but... He was talking about how, um, you know, his parent, his kids should expect nothing from him because they're going to, he wants them to have the joy of making it on their own. I agree. Yeah. But I think it'd be so hard. And we were talking about this on Friday, like we're not going to give you the money. We're going to get to your grandkids or to the kids for the next generation or something. So when I saw this article on Saturday from Marie Osmond, but don't. Here's the thing, though, with people with money, they have set up a trust fund. Yes. Of, they've got a trust of some, some sort. They're yes. not just going to inherit Nothing. a bunch of money. Is yeah. kind of yes. That's what I take from but it. But I don't know because, and that's what I always thought, Lori. And maybe they, you know, help them with the house, right. and they've got other. Other things, because I mean, I've have you ever felt bad that you you were one of your when your parents say you weren't going to get a bunch of money? I mean, you never we felt never bad. had the option. Never had the money. I never had the option to feel <laughs> bad, but I would have liked the chance yeah, and the opportunity okay. yeah, right. because <laughs> I believe I know how much it's going to be exactly to the dime. Yeah. Well, what we said on Friday, I think, Julie, is that Sting's kids grew up privileged, right? So they're you know it's and, not the same as when we grew up, right? It, no. But it was just kind of different. Well, but let's hear Marie, what Marie, Marie says. Marie talked okay. about it on the talk last Friday, okay. too. I'm not leaving any money to my children. Congratulations, kids. <laughs> I'm like, do they know her announcement? This is the first time they found out. No, my husband and I decided that, you know what, I think you do a great disservice Mm -hmm. to your children to just hand them a fortune Mm -hmm. because you take away the one most important gift you can give your children and that's the ability to work Mm -hmm. and you see it a lot in rich families where the kids they just they don't know what to do and so they get in trouble so i just you know let them be proud of what they make and i'm going to give mine to my charity no it doesn't sound like I disagree. I think that when you come from a family of money, you raise your children to value money and to understand money. Mm-hmm. And because they was born into the family, they should have a healthy respect for money. Yeah. I mean, I would love to have, you know, some type of money left from me from somebody else so I can have a leg up. I think Absolutely. when wealthy people say, I'm not leaving my kids anything. Well, they've been living this great life. Yeah, I was my So it's kind of a... But I found it interesting because according to her, I'm not giving them anything. Yeah. I think they should earn it. And that's one of the joys of life. And it's just so different when you were raised with nothing. And then you hear someone who was had something in like it's it's such a it's a disservice, which I agree 100 percent, because if you see trust funders, I mean, we we, in Montana and Bozeman, there's a ton of trust funders. And my sister's one of them has been there for 35 years. So, yeah. Whenever we ski, we see the trust funders and we know they're the trust funders. They don't have a steady job. They just do this here and there. And I'm not speaking for all trust funders. I'm speaking for the specific 10 that we know. And they, they, they feel like they lollygag in life. They don't have a purpose. I I don't feel like, uh, you know, Marie has like, like that, that, like she's got trust fund kids. No, like I don't, don't feel like don't, it's, they were raised that way at no, all. No, no, no. Right. So that's just kind of. I mean, mm. I, I don't know. I, 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 I always remember what you asked um, Robert Altman, the the movie 
director at, at, Prairie for Home Prairie Companion. Home Companion. And I was so um, starstruck. No, but I was so starstruck I couldn't think of a question. And you were not starstruck because you weren't exactly sure who he was. I didn't know who he was, uh, which is Mash, always the best. Nashville, you know, yep, all these. never. Okay, but you said, what is, Mr. Alvin, what's your life's advice? And mm-hmm. he, first of all, complimented you. That's a good question. No one has asked me that. I was so impressed with myself that day. I was too, and I'll never forget his answer. And he said, well, let me think about it. And he said, I guess it would be giggle and give in and spend it all. Mm-hmm. Spend it all. Mm-hmm. Spend it all or yeah, give it all away yeah. depending on, on, on what you have. And I mean, I've told both my parents, do not give me any money. I've never had those words go out of my mouth. Yeah. Ever yeah. in my all life. All I want from my dad. Because <laughs> it's is, never been an option. Is Pepper the the painting? <laughs> the velvet, the velvet, velvet painting, painting of the woman with her arms over and <laughs> the bare breasted. I want Pepper. And I'm sure, you know, my mom, there's personal stuff, but I mean I have a couple of siblings who, you know, like they leave them the money because they could use it more or something. Yes, or leave it to the grandkids or put it in yeah. some kind okay. of a trust. Yeah. I mean, I don't need it. need their money. And as far as the money that I have, I am planning on spending it all and donating it mm-hmm. too. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, no, Casey and I will do that, but I'm going to damn well try to. Well, the money that my mom left me yeah. and my brother. Yeah. I invested it. Yeah. And I used it to pay off a student loan that yeah. we had taken out to help one of our kids. Right. And, but I will give it, I will pass it on to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, I think that that's money. It just all depends on. You're, like like Warren, uh, no, Bill Gates. Bill I Gates think. started the thing where he's giving away all of his money. But he's giving each kid $10 million. Yep. Because who can't live on $10 million? Yeah, I know. It's yeah. tough. Uh, yeah. I can. I yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. But. You think that those kids feel bad? Would you be mad at your parents? I'm asking you. Oh, if they had big Joy money? would be. Joy would be. <laughs> I have never, would be. I've never once in my life, I've paid for everything since I was born. So I don't have that concept of having free money from and, my family. But you also, you know, you don't know what, when people who have money, you don't know that they didn't leave some, you know, a, a trust or that they haven't given them property. Oh, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Just, you know. Yeah, yeah I get it. My mom did a little codicil. She said in her will, any of her kids or grandkids or great grandkids who are using drugs is cut out of the will. I go, now who's going to be in charge of that? And she right. said, you are. Oh. What kind of drugs and how many? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Can we have a clarifier around this? Oh, my word. I'm contesting the will. That's there you right. Go. All right, we'll be back.